0: Hi, you're listening to episode three of Creative Quarantine. I'm Angelique Crochet, your host, and I'm so excited because we had the opportunity, well, I, well, everyone, I guess, who watched Creative Quarantine on the live video stream, which you should be checking out every day, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays at three o'clock and Tuesdays at two because I love a little alliteration, but I digress. You should check out this amazing episode, this amazing conversation I just had with the phenomenal incredible Tony Award winning dancer, singer, performer, director, baker, cat daddy. I mean, he owns a lot of cats. He could also be a cat daddy if he decided, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's not in his future. Anyway, we sat down with James Monroe Iglehart today and had an incredible conversation about being a creative adjusting your schedules, adjusting how you create, setting goals from yourself, challenging yourself, but also taking a time to use this space of social distancing, this space of self-isolation, this space of being quarantined off a little bit in order to stop the spread of COVID-19 to be productive in taking a rest, in taking a break and allowing yourself to breathe and not putting so much stress on yourself to think that, because you have this space and because you have this time, you have to like move mountains and create masterpieces, right? Uh, it was just such an incredible conversation and I can't wait for you to hear it. All right, we are live. Welcome to the third conversation of Creative Quarantine. I am here. Literally, I could I could spend the entire time introducing this amazing person. I'm here with one of my favorite people in the whole world. And truth be told, I, I, do, I do love him as much as I love his wife, but I do love Don more. I'm sorry. I
1: understand that. Uh, I, I understand that. This she gets happens. great
0: hugs. Um, but yeah, I'm <laughs> really excited. James Monroe Igohard, AKA Tony Award winning, AKA director, AKA writer, AKA dancer, AKA I taught myself how to tap dance because I felt like a genius in tap dance. Uh, this well, dude. This this dude right here. Uh welcome to Creative Quarantine, man.
1: I am glad to be here. Thank you, Angelique. What's happening?
0: Man, you know what what is happening, James? From um
1: <laughs> We are we are all trying to uh stay safe. We are all trying to stay inside. <laughs> We're all washing our hands and not touching our face, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, reminds just... me not
0: to touch your hands, looking at your face right now and not touching.
1: Yep. Yeah, listen, I I, oh, and it's hard for me because I'm always like doing because I have cats, so there's always something on my face, always some kind of fur or whisker or something. So I'm always like having to put my gloves on to take stuff off my face.
0: (laughs) Well, and that actually like brings up like my my first question. I've kind of all I've been asking folks like, how are you doing? How's it going? How's everything looking about where you are and how has been this? Uh, Cause you were pref- at some point in this year and the end of last year, you were in three shows
1: and yes.
0: doing um, the West Coast and doing Tangled at like on, on all of these things. You were also last year in a public theater um, a version of Hercules, like you, yes. you stay busy.
1: Um, I do. I, I, I try my best to stay busy. And last the, last, the end of last year uh, was a lot. I was doing Hamilton. I was doing uh, Freestyle of Supreme. I was also doing Hercules. I was doing Tangled. I was doing a brand new show that I can't talk about that comes out in November. Yeah, uh, yeah, animated. That's
0: coming out and this year um, that you were doing as well?
1: Actually, it, it just came out. Uh, they came out. It's on Amazon now. It's called The Three Christs, uh, starring uh, myself, Bradley Whitford. Um, why can't I think of his name? Um, Richard Gear, yes. rich Richard Gere, Peter Dinklage, uh, Walter Goggins. And um, so I was doing a lot last year. I said, but then, you know, as everything, as everybody else went through it, we were doing our jobs and then bam, everybody was like, stay home. The crazy thing is my beautiful, wonderful wife, Dawn, um, she works from home. She works for a, a, a large uh, biotech company, but uh, most of the time she she goes. She travels a lot. So she was already ready. This Because she's done it so long, she she was ready for it. I was the one that was I thought I was going to go stir crazy. And um, somehow, luckily, I found things to do. Thank God for streaming and thank God for me to not think about myself thanks to my friends and my wife and we were like look let's reach out and you know do some things for for the fans so that they won't go stir crazy our job is to entertain and this is the best way to to do it let's just keep doing what we do keep entertaining folks keep making people smile keep making people happy hopefully making them laugh and uh, do what we need to do to uh to pass the time right now
0: so what what have what has been kind of for you like Um, Because we've been asking creatives, like, of course, you're honing your skills, of course, you're so entertaining, like, what has been the the biggest adjustment or kind of some of the the little small adjustments you've had to make uh, in keeping going and kind of keeping grounded, and for lack of a better word, keeping a little sane uh, in this forced, this forced um, isolation. I won't. Think those, it is, I don't think it
1: right, is. Right, right, right. For, for, those, for, for, for those of us who are, I don't know how it is for, you know, single people, but uh, when you're married, uh, one, one of the spouses and when you come home goes, wow, you're home. There are so many chores that need to be done. So I've been keeping busy. I wash the dishes. I clean the rooms. I, I went to a... Went to our bathroom. Went to my bathroom. Caesar. Went to my bathroom. And my wife was like, "You know what? Underneath the sink is like terrible. Would you like clean this out?" So I cleaned it out. It looks great now. Like if you walk into our bathroom, like everything is in its right spot. Everything looks good. You know, you know exactly where the lotions are, where the soaps are. I mean, I clean that bad way out. So don't get me wrong. I I am definitely doing creative things, but I am home, and when I am home, like these posters mean nothing. I am just husband husband. That's what I'm doing right now. I am husband and cat dad. So when I'm up, my wife says, get this, I go get it. And when I sit down, the cats lay on me. That's what I'm doing. I find time, you know, in, in just in, in between those things to do stuff like this. You know, I could do Good Morning America from this chair. Once Good Morning America is over, I'm, you know, I'm doing it's stuff. Cat, day. It's,
0: it's, it's cat, cat day.
1: <laughs> No, man. It's cat Right
0: In my head, because you're such a huge Disney fan, like, I don't think people really, truly Understand that you have (laughs) several. You are a musical fan. You are a Batman fan. You are a a, a Spider Man fan. You are a Disney fan. I'm a
1: Disney fan. You
0: spend more time at Disney. um, Yeah. I I won't say who, but you spend a lot of time at Disney. In my brain, though, while you're doing these chores, you're singing. Like, I just.
1: You might oh, that is that, that, actually, no, that is very true. I, I am singing. There was a song last week that became the theme of um my wife and for, for my wife and I, and it was uh Sam Cook's, what a wonderful world it would be. So all week we would tell uh, Google, I can't say it because you know she'll turn on <laughs> the Google home. Um, and we would say, play this song and the song will come on. And then we would just do stuff around the house. We would cook together, clean together, and the song would come on. And then, of course, with all the songs that would go after it were just fantastic. So it was like, um, what is it? Uh, it? Ray Charles, The Temptations, Smokey Robinson. So it was like, so we were constantly singing. And I don't know if there's a, there's a thing I had on Instagram where I was singing <laughs> Sam Cook, but talking about how my wife hates that I make up words. You know, I said, I was born. I live by the river in an apartment, and when I sing, my wife wants to kill me ever saying something stupid like that. Like, I was making up lyrics, because I always do. Because I never know the lyrics to songs. Like, if I rehearse a song, I know the lyrics. If I don't, I just make stuff up. (laughs) What? Oh, God, yeah, I don't know the lyrics to any song. I never know the lyrics to any song, never. You can ask my wife, like, like, okay, uh, you know, (laughs) The best, the best one is Don, Don, we're listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. And, uh, you know, um, September comes on. And I am just making up, do you remember when we were out there with the timber? She's like, no, not the timber. There's no timber in that song. Oh,
0: I'm pretty sure that, <laughs> that word is the 21st of September. I'm pretty
1: sure. But you, there is a moment. There is a moment. There is a moment with that wonderful song where Maurice White says, September, and we all know it. You know that part where he goes, September, and you're like, September. Y'all left that in. Yeah, you. This was in the studio. You could have edited that out, but you left that in.
0: I feel like that was just his cousin from down the block.
1: No, and no, man. He's just, down, no. The other one. The other one, though. The other one that makes me laugh is um, if you listen to Bill Withers, "Ain't No Sunshine" when she's gone. There is a moment in that song that sounds like Bill fell asleep, and you know what I mean. Watch. He says. And I know, 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 oh, no. hey, don't leave your things. Look like somebody stuck him in the side during the studio. It's like, it, 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 you listen to the song again. It sounds like that brother fell asleep, and somebody stuck him in it. Leave your things alone. It's one of my favorite moments. And, of course... My wife, we've been married for 18 years. So every time that thing comes on, I do that joke. And my wife still laughs, but she's kind of like, she knows it's coming. She just waits. She just stops every she's doing and watches me fall asleep <laughs> wherever I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but I love this. And I love, you know, it's it's one of those things And we were talking to Stacey London yesterday about how there's this, this added space to kind of reconnect. Um, and we've talked a couple of times just about reconnecting on personal projects, right? Yeah, yes. on stuff we've been writing or stuff we've been trying to come up with um, separately, but also eh, well, well, together, together, yeah, together. we'll get it together to a point. Um, well, but for you, um, in between being Cat Daddy and um, one of the larger uh, Disney dwarfs that sings while cleaning, uh,
1: exactly.
0: Um, he was very tall for his height uh, because you right. are six foot. Uh, yes,
1: thank God. Thank God. <laughs> uh,
0: um, you know, have you found time and space for creating, and and what does that look like for you, and kind of putting that space in and kind of channeling that energy? Because there's a lot of anxiety right now that folks are dealing with.
1: Um, what's funny is I was right before all this happened. Um, I have this idea in my head, which will probably take even longer now that all this has happened. I've always wanted to do. I've had a I have a huge um, love for stand up comedy and solo shows like um, th- the style Richard Pryor did where he would break into character and talk directly to the audience where he wasn't just doing jokes. He was playing a character and telling a story and also his storytelling skills. People from John Leguizamo, Whoopi Goldberg, Billy Crystal, Robin Williams. These are all of you know my favorite people. Um, and I've always wanted to do something like that. and. Uh, My friend, Mandy Gonzalez, uh, who was in Hamilton with me, she challenged me. She said this was a month ago, a month ago. She said, Okay, you say you want to do it. I challenge you. I said, what do you you challenge me? She goes, May. She goes March 25th. You should have something written, something written, and I want it delivered. Then all of a sudden, all this happened and and we text each other about a a week or two ago. And she was like, so March 25th is still on, even though we're not the theater still on. Today's March 25th. Right before we started this, I sent her um two pieces from the show that I'm writing um and as of right now it it was it's funny and and it's about me being a little kid and all the stuff that I went through as a kid it's called I was a kid once that's the working title it probably will change whenever we do it (laughs) but um you know with the way thing with the way theater is right now I don't know how long it'll take but it's fun working on. It's fun looking at. It's fun writing things. It's fun remembering, you know, because now I get to call my not not that I'll always call my dad, but I get to, you know, call my parents, call my cousins, call my aunt and laugh with them and then take those take those laughs and then take put them into the story. So that's what I'm working on right now. Also, I got a couple comic book stories in my head. So the next couple of days are about, you know, writing down those ideas and seeing what happens. Because nothing like, you know, when you have friends like you, when I have friends like you and all my other writer friends, I'm like, huh, I know they're doing something. There's that FOMO moment where you're like, yeah, I could sit on and watch TV, but I should be doing something, you know.
0: Well, and I love that, right? Because there's this balance between allowing yourself to exist and not trying to solve all the world's problems. But also that that, I love that you have an accountability partner because I have one, too, uh, who's also a writer who is like written many more comic books than I will ever have hands on. And they were like, so, talking about your book this week? And I'm like.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> well, also, the, the crazy thing is this. I do understand that. I do understand that. But my wife had to, like, chill me out. And she said, you know what's funny? She goes, I'm not. She goes, I want this to end. I want you to be able to go back to work, not because I don't want you here, but I love you and I know what you do. And also I want the world to be back to the way it was, not the way it was, be better after learning, hopefully something from this, but you know, get back to our lives so people can, you know, have their livelihoods. But while we're here, she goes, I don't want you to worry so much about writing the next great American whatever. And you do have this time to rest. You've been going hard, hard, for years you know like we said i was doing hercules free self supreme hamilton comic books i did a movie you know, all these things she goes i don't want you to take this time and this bad boy ends and all of a sudden you're like i didn't need to take any time to rest now you're back on stage there's no no vacation because once this thing is over there's no vacation you we're all back to work and
0: and you are very physical when you're on stage because i think people i I am people forget like what i what I love and and I'm sure my mother is watching yes mom I will talk about the genie, I promise um, <laughs> what I love about your performances even in Memphis right like this like let's let's have this conversation like you do splits and you dance and you tap dance and you are owning the stage in such a big wonderful way because you are this intrepid performer who loves to entertain and loves to perform True, that thank you. you're literally physically giving everything. Uh, yeah. I, I applaud Don <laughs> for letting your brain work a little bit, but also letting your spirit rest a little bit, but it's yeah. got, you got to be itching.
1: I am, I am, I am itching. I, I, I like to get up and, and do stuff, but m- sometimes you need someone to tell you, sit down. You need someone to go, Hey, sit down, let your brain rest. So you can come up with other things. Let your, put down the phone and don't look at what everybody's doing on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Even if it's how much fun they're having quarantine, stop. Just stop for a second and look in the house. What's in the house? I'm in the house, the cats are in the house. We have things that that have to do with our family. Call mom, call dad, call sister, call brother, call auntie, call the kids. Do something that doesn't have to do with you going out and doing something Because what we found with this whole quarantine situation is the important things are the folks that we care about. The the important things are the folks that we love, even if they are our business partners or business friends. We're learning that you know, wow, having a Tony and being on Broadway really isn't as important as making sure your family is safe and not out there getting COVID nineteen.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you're like already already lost a couple
1: of folks this week. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, we lost Terrence McNally. And, you know, what's funny is I I love Terrence McNally because he wrote with Mel Brooks, and he also wrote Full Monty, which is one of my favorites. I mean, these are some, I mean, the the plays he wrote, these are, I mean, what's funny is I'm from musicals, so I I mean, I know his plays stuff, but I really know his musical stuff. That's a powerhouse man. Yes, sure, he was in his 80s, but for them to find out that coronavirus had something to do with it, so it's a it's a it's about learning what you can do if you when 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 the chips are down, and you find out what's important is the folks you care about and the folks that care about you. The work will always be there. Someone's always gonna have a stage. Someone's always gonna have it. See, right now we're doing this. This is entertainment. We found a way to do something. So this is always gonna be here. But that moment of having time to be with your the ones you love you don't think that much because you're so busy working. But don't get me wrong. I mean, I still love the work, but I've, I've found more time to talk with people because I really care about
0: it. Yeah, I, and I love that. Uh, so I want to remind everybody who is watching right now, uh, you can ask questions on Twitter, uh, on the YouTube, just write in the comments. And I actually get those comments. Uh, and I can ask questions uh, and also if you're watching right now make sure that you're sharing with folks so they know that they can join the conversation um, because James loves questions just a big, I big do questions.
1: I really I really do I really do uh,
0: and oh we do have our first question from stormageddon uh, we're gonna put it up here James who is your favorite spider-man villain this is very important oh.
1: ah okay um I, that's 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 hard because um, there there's so many, but you hmm, let me think about it. Who would be my favorite Spider-Man villain? Honestly, I kind of I'm kind of old school. I I, I like I, I really do kind of dig Green Goblin, but I love the Sinister Six. There's something about them all realizing we can't beat you alone, so let's all get together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are greater together, but we don't want yeah. to be pushed.
1: Right? It's like it's like because it, you know what? Because it, it reminds me of when I was a kid, and like one dude wanted to fight you, and you could beat him up, and then so he came back with his gang, and if he wins, he would say, "I beat your ass," and you were like, "There was eight of you, eight of you. You didn't. That's not one person. Y'all you didn't. Did. Y'all did." So, Green Goblin, yes, but the Sinister Six—that that, uh, that group—it's uh, amazing.
0: Uh, we have another question from Disney on the brain.
1: Oh,
0: I too want to see this happen. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. You know that's up. That's up to um, the. That's up to Tina Fey and her husband, who created um, the great Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. I had a great time. I had a wonderful time. Also, the fun thing about that is um, Titus Burgess, who plays Titus and We've known each other for years, and the fun part about Titus is we are both. African American, both bald, both tall, both uh, roundish, stocky guys. You we both never ever
0: singing voices.
1: Yes, and but because of that singing voice we never ever competed in real life because he's a high tenor and I'm a baritone so we would never up for the same things in real life so it was so funny because people were like wow do you guys really compete it's like we the first time we ever like really worked together we had seen each other and we always knew each other saw each other's shows but we had never competed until our characters competed together and that's what made it so much fun so
0: speaking of so you were on perfect harmony yeah this character you played was Every, day. <laughs> I remember you're like look, like, I gotta go. I know we're supposed to have a meeting, but I got this thing in LA. that's filming right now, and I gotta go. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I saw the show, and I was like,
1: the fun part was when about this I, the, character. This is one of those moments where it, you just you it kind of doesn't fall in your lap, but the way it happens, you go, this will never happen. So I get asked to audition for this part. And I'm like, oh, they're never going to pick me. They're not going to pick me, cause, but I'm going to do it. So there's my door is right over here. And we I auditioned with this camera, this setup, and my wife read me the lines. And I was behind a door, and I just read the lines. And the, I went to work. I went to I mailed it off that day. I went to work and found out they were like, yo, you, you, you got it. And when I got it, I was like, oh, snap, OK, I know what I have to do. Um, I went online instead of looking up all the things Timberly, Timberly is the name who plays my wife uh-huh. in the show I went watching her uh all of her scenes because this guy is supposed to be in his drag moment is supposed to basically be her so when i I studied her and then we get on the set we finally get on set and they say okay James um let's do it and I meet Timberly we're laughing and everything and then she watches me too and she walks up. she was like uh-uh how how do you what and i was like oh i studied you girl i I wanted to make sure i had you even the director was like because the director who directed this episode can't think of his name i'm a terrible person i'll get it later uh he directed that episode as well mine and so he was like wow you really have timberly down and he really is awesome as adam she is fantastic so they put the wig on me and once they put the wig on me now the crazy part is not the actual show the character I copied after Timberly and then brought my own thing to it. So when Keith is Keith, it's me. But it was when we said cut and had to go back to the trailers. Now, I've dated women all my life. My wife is a woman. I'm very appreciative of that. And I always tease her because I always have some sort of bag with me so that she can wear her heels on the red carpet. And once the red carpet is over, take them bad boys off and put on some. Also, fly. your
0: boy is 6'3". We'll put that to so tall in the heels. With I the-
1: love it. She's. She, she's actually six four and I love it. And when she puts on the heels, she's about six foot six, six foot seven. It all depends on which one she wants to wear. It all depends on if it's the boots or the heels. It all depends. So I used to I'm always laughing because she's like, "Can you hold these?" Fine, great. So they put me in these heels. Now I've never been in heels before, but this L.A. traffic, L.A. traffic is horrible at six o'clock. I didn't know this, you know, because I'm I'm from Cal- I'm from the Bay, not L.A. The truck, I see all the people in the different the trucks in front of us all get out and start walking towards you know home base mm-hmm. i get out it's it's uphill uphill so i'm walking and i look up i look around and i go i'm done something happens to me and i completely go you know what i'm not doing this i take off the heels i put on the the uh <laughs> the flip flops and i'm walking with the heels in the two fingers cuz that's what i've seen my wife do <laughs> walking up and i call her i call her on my phone and i said baby she was like do you have your heels in your hand i said I now understand. I appreciate. I will never, ever say a word. And I will always keep a bag with me to make sure you can put your heels there because this is ridiculous. Because i wore them bad boys, I kid you not, for yeah. a good 15 hours. And this, oh God. No, no one told, and no one told straight men about the swelling of your feet. Well, come on, no one tells No people don't tell you about that.
0: <sighs> look, look, let me explain something to you. You've learned a valuable life lesson and you will now know it.
1: For the rest of your life. Girl, but, listen no. the the nails, and I was teasing Dawn. I said something happened to me. I get I get if once I put the care once I put the costume on, my character comes out. And I was I was talking to her, and I had the nails on and the the hair and everything. And I was like, first of all, I don't even know what. And I was like, I'm do it. No, it is it is it it it, it, ha- it just happens. Like- I and, and I as I called friends, I called like three friends, and they were like, "What is wrong with you? <laughs> we were having a ball." Uh-oh. Still there? <laughs> hey, well, if I'm live, then I'll just keep talking.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I'm glad that yeah, you kept talking. No big deal. It was just me getting oh, kicked I kept out. talking. Great. I,
1: I, I kept You're talking. Great. I was like, well, if we're live, you know, we are keep talking.
0: We're great. We're great. Uh, <laughs> great lesson learned. Uh, the other thing that I know yes. about you, folks, rumor, you can still ask questions. I'm still getting them. Uh, you can Please. ask them uh, on Twitter. Um, as well as you can ask them on YouTube or Twitch, which we are also streaming live on Twitch. And I think, I think I might have a question maybe coming in, but uh, what I know about you is that you are a nerd, like a nerd. I am. Uh, we've had some very, uh, we agree on a lot of things, um, much like, you know, Cyclops is, Scott Summers is, um, a punk. We we'll just leave it at that. Uh, but yeah. what are you? What are you watching? What are you consuming? Like, what are you catching up on right now? Because folks are looking for Rex. This is a. This is a deep. What,
1: what's really What's really funny is my wife and I are big Trekkies, and so we um, decided to wait because we're bad people. We decided to wait to the end of the season of Picard to start it. Then, so what we decided oh, yeah, that's, we, cool. that's smart. So what we've done is because we've watched all of next generation. And I mean all of the next generation several times. We decided we were gonna start Deep Space Nine. And I love, I always, I always wanted to watch all of Deep Space Nine for one person, two people actually. Uh, Renee who plays uh, Odo because he is a fantastic theater actor. Like he came yeah. from the repertory theater and he just passed this past year. But also he was um, Clayton in Benson when I was a kid. And Robert Guillaume played Benson, God rest his soul. And he played Clayton, they were each other's foil. It was it was back in the eighties where like, you know, those sharp, sharp cuts, you know, those sharp burns were and like, awesome.
0: Quick. And they were like quick because you get it and you were like, wait,
1: what? Yeah, those quick, those quick burns from, from, uh, from Clayton and from Benson were just amazing. So here are these two amazing actors. And, um, but also I wanted to see Avery Brooks and Avery Brooks for those of you who don't know, most people know him as uh, Captain Cisco from D Space Nine. But when I was a kid, there's a new movie on Netflix called Spencer Something. Not Spencer for Hire, but it's Spencer something starring Mark Spencer, Walmart.
0: Spencer Confidential. Is, oh, great.
1: Yes. Okay. Spencer Confidential, if you watch, is actually based on Spencer for Hire. And Homeboy, thank oh, you. God. He's his name is that's why Homeboy's name is Hawk he's playing the Avery Brooks role they redid it now Avery Brooks back then in the 80s had a bald head and a goatee this is before Samuel L. Jackson did Shaft this is before this is before anybody else was going bald and wearing a goatee this is Avery Brooks and Avery Brooks was so badass that they gave him his own show now I'm about 10 11 years old I'm watching this show called Hawk my father walks in and he says, What you watching, son? I said, I'm watching Hawk, Dad. And he sees this black man punch this dude and say, Get up so I can knock you back down. And my father looks at me and says, Watch it because it won't be on that long. Sure enough, Hawk was canceled. Hawk was canceled after one season, maybe not, maybe, maybe a couple of episodes. Because in the 80s, having a black man that militant, that strong, sunglasses, always well dressed, giant gun, and talking like that. If you were a strong black man, you had to be a part of a team. You were a team. You could be a white dude. You could be MacGyver. You could be Night Rider. But you couldn't be by yourself. Now, here we are all these years later, and this man is the captain of Star Trek. So my wife and I starts watching it. And we realized very quickly, Avery Brooks is wonderful and also one of the most overacting actors in the history of life. <laughs> he, <laughs> is,
0: he, is he is worse. Shape he is, to Star Trek every sa- and not just regular shakespeare
1: no no he- we're talking right. we're talking a li- lot we're talking live 3d shakespeare but he he is as bad as as william shatner it, 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 it's so good. But we, we are through uh, season five, I'm about to start season six. So nerdiness, I still that to say that we're watching D Space Nine. We're having a great time. It's fun. The stories are great. It's a little where Star Trek Next Generation is very like uplifting. D Space Nine is like in war. They're in war from the beginning. I don't know. Ah, it's just we have to watch Disney things afterwards because after about five episodes, you're just like, ah, kill me. I got to watch something happen. But it's so good and we are so engrossed that we're going to, I can't wait to finish it. It's wonderful. So that's that's what uh, Nerdy thing we, I'm watching right now.
0: We have another question from Maddie Bones. Hi, James. Do you have any advice for someone wanting to get to Broadway but needs some serious acting singing training? Sending all of my love.
1: Hello, Maddie Bones. How are you doing? I know her very well. I know her family. Her dad is one of my favorite stage managers in the entire world. And Maddie Bones also happens to be an amazing gymnast. She is a Beast when we were when I was when I was in um, the Wizard of Oz in San Jose, uh, there was a tumbling moment of this little girl tum- literally rolled herself into a circle and rolled across the stage. That was Maddie bones and her sister. Yeah, she's amazing. So Maddie, my advice to you is get the training and that's not you don't need to like, there's no sugarcoating it. It's like there's acting classes, there's dancing classes. Physically, I know you're amazing. I know that you can dance and move. So find a dance class or find a singing class or find an acting class. And if you have to go to like whether it be a college to just to take a few classes or even um, just classes around you just to get a part of it. And once you're in those classes, then I would audition for you know community and regional theaters. The best way to learn it is to do it. Um, I got my BA degree at Cal State University Hayward or now East Bay. And um, I went into the world and just started acting to be perfectly honest. That's kind of what it is, but there are several places to go. And also with the way things are now, everybody's training online you could do acting classes online even dance classes i have my friends who are teaching dance classes for people at the house kid you not (laughs) some of the hamilton people are teaching dance classes you can like go in with a password and like learn some stuff it's ridiculous so i would yeah right so and also people doing voice classes on online so there is no excuse for why you can't do it and also don't let anybody say oh i'm too old Nah, now nah, you're not too old, because there's always some parts for you, so you know I would say find the classes, where you can improv classes improv classes help so much. Um, just reading just taking a magazine and reading it out loud, so you can hear what you sound like really, really, really helps so that that's 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 my advice.
0: And I think that's great. I mean, I know improv classes were key for me as I was getting back into stuff. And improv classes are also really fun and they help you like create and think of new things and skits and stuff for people who want to yeah. write. Um, so for you, I love the fact that you mentioned that folks are doing dance classes online and folks are doing voice classes online. Uh, are there any, is there anyone you're listening to right now or any artist that you're kind of helping to promote or push their stuff right now that you want to shout out?
1: Um, are there too many crazy? <laughs> too many names, too many names, and no one at all. Like, literally, I like went into once the quarantine happened, I like went in quarantine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say it, let's say quarantine because people in our, our wonderful uh, I'm not, I shouldn't say that, probably our wonderful governor was like, Oh, I don't want to scare people by saying quarantine. It's a quarantine, it's quarantine. People stay home, but
0: because <laughs> this is the very important message of this entire show is to do, what are you supposed to be doing.
1: Stay stay at home. Stay at home. Stay, stay, don't 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 spread it. Stay at home. If you got it, you may not know you have it. So don't don't spread it. Just stay at home and watch me. Thank you. No. You have a lot of
0: stuff to watch because we had not even talked about your voiceover work.
1: That that is very true. There's so many things to watch. Um, but I've kind of like just. Chilled and kind of went back to old school. My wife and I, like I said, we've been listening to old school R and B. Old school. We've been listening to Heart. That's one of my favorite bands. You okay. know, so Heart and like Chicago and like old school R and B. Sam Cooke, Temptations. You know, we've been going back. Although I will say, there is a dude who I don't know, and I wish I could know him. His name is Gregory Porter.
0: Oh, this brother, His li- I because he was. That-
1: Mm. His albums are ridiculous. If you want something that'll just soothe you, but also move your soul, Gregory Porter. And if I'm I'm not mistaken,
0: one of his songs was actually in the second season of Luke Cage.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: His His voice is butter. It's just
1: but also there's some there's some people to watch that are just if you want to watch something entertaining and I have to mention that Titus Burgess, <laughs> his Instagram is it, it's so much fun. You have you have to you have to love it. And also in this, I think in this day and time, I'm enjoying just the creativity of people being funny. I know some people go making jokes about COVID-19 isn't funny, it's insensitive. Some people need to laugh to get over it, some people need to smile. To, if you don't, you just cry because you look at what's going on. You watch TV and every day it's just freaking depressing. So some people need to laugh. So when I see the memes that come up that are funny or insensitive or ridiculous, they just crack me the hell up. I think it's awesome. I think it's great.
0: Did you see Missy? Missy Elias is probably my favorite. Yes. Oh my God.
1: Yes. Before you Missy, Missy out,
0: you need to ask, is it worth it? Can, can, you can work it? Work it? <laughs> Hold on. How does it is it worth it? Can I work it? Can I put my thing down? Yeah, flip the down and and it and
1: reverse it. I was Any a baby? girl. Ideas. There are so many. There, there's one. There's one meme um, that's out, and it was like confused about the social distancing tree. Use the decision, and it says, "Are you home? Yes, no." And on the yes, and uh, no, are you home? And it says yes, and it just says, "Cool, great." And if it says no, it says, "Go home. Are you home yet? Go home. It's-
0: <laughs> go home. I don't think go
1: you don't home. home. You don't. You don't understand. So. Uh.
0: Well, we have a little bit more time left. If anybody has any questions, get them in now. I know a couple people just joined. Uh, put them into the YouTube or the Twitch. I think I can get them on Facebook Live too. So if you're on the Facebook page, just put it down in the comments. Um. And so I think for me, like I love just like I'm parting. So something that I've I've heard in your voices. Figure out how you can let go of some of this anxiety, how you can step back, understand what your barriers are, understand yeah. you are at your full, understand you do not have to be connected all of the time, and and you know, kind of support this idea that you can't exist um, in this microcosm. We just got a question. Oh. My 11-year-old Brooke just a- asked me to say hello and let you know how much she loves you as Jeannie and Lance Strongbow.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Brooke. How are you doing? Um, I love being Lance Strongbow. It was one of my favorite, favorite moments. Um, I was doing Aladdin, I was doing The Genie, and this awesome, awesome executive producer named Chris Sonnenberg saw me and wrote the part for me. And little did I know that I was going to get to do two original songs by Alan Menken and Glenn Slater, and then not get to work with Zachary Levi, who I was a big fan of. And also Zachary gave me my Tony that night, you know, he's and and to be able to work with, I still haven't met her yet. Mandy Moore, if you're out there, I love you. Be able to work with Mandy Moore, Jeremy Jordan, who I've known for years, Eden Espinosa, who I've known for years. So that show I had, oh God, we had a great time.
0: Oh, okay. We just got something from Chris. Just want to say thanks for making me laugh during the last few weeks. You're awesome.
1: Thanks, Chris. (laughs) Good to talk to you, man. Uh,
0: And I think, you know, that's, that's such an amazing thing. And I know how much you love Alan's work. Uh,
1: Oh gosh. Yes.
0: um, We've had this conversation over and over and over again about having this ability to really do those dream jobs, right? Like you've had this incredibly blessed like situation where you loved the genie, like you you said to yourself as a kid, "I'm gonna be that role," and then you played it, and yeah. then you played the heck about it, heck out of it to a point that you got a Tony, right? And what folks what, don't know, what I love about you, there was not near one show that was the same show every single night no. of Aladdin. No. not no. near one.
1: <laughs> no, you know why? Because uh, that was the genie esque of it. You know when you watch when you watch aladdin the cartoon it is the same everywhere every time but when you listen to the writers talk about it and they talk about how robin never did the same thing twice they could they had to splice the movie together if you watch the outtakes if you you get the new uh dvd uh you'll see that and also you'll also see the broadway interview with myself adam jacobs and courtney reed with thomas schumacher because we're on the blu-ray disc yes i want a blu-ray which is awesome um but we (laughs) They, they gave me freedom to have some fun in the show so that when you came and saw the show you never saw this you always saw the same show but i always put something new in and a couple of my favorites were uh one time uh i hello from the other side had come out by adele and so i i was like i'm free i'm free hello girls from the other side and i walk away or uh <laughs> Or I talked about the remember, when, remember that whole fiasco where the dress was blue or gold or blue or gold, and no one knew what it was. And I, I did that. I actually, that was actually have to give a shout out to Todrick Hall. Todrick Hall was coming to the show and he texted me. He said, are you going to do talk about the dress? And I was like, what dress? And I looked online and saw what it was. And so that night I did it. I only did it two nights because I knew it would only be funny for two nights because, you know, fads come and go. So I knew by by Monday, no one would care. So I did it Saturday and Sunday and I was out. so genie was allowed to do some fun things. I would shout people out if I saw them, like when when I knew the celebrities were in the audience, like Kobe Bryant was there. And so I shouted out Kobe. I was like, Kobe and he saw he didn't he didn't come backstage, but he did point at me. Uh, Mariah Carey. Um, we had we had so many awesome people, and I'm also I'm a huge, huge WWE fan. So whenever the WWE guys would come, I would lose my mind. So I would like call out the New Day, Xavier Woods, or Mick Foley, or the guys from AEW, uh, all Elite Wrestling. You know, um, I, I, I had I had to call them out, like Kazarian, those guys. Oh yes, I'm such a big nerd. So it was great.
0: But I love that, and I think I kind of want to park for folks before we let folks know where they can find you, like. You know, if you could give, like, a word of, like, where, like, what you're using to keep you grounded as a creative and how you're kind of viewing the situation. Because one of the reasons I wanted to start this series is so folks can feel a little less alone, that they know they're not the only person, like, dealing with being stir-crazy. But there is this thing about stay home. And um, there is this idea of you can still ground yourself. In social distancing, uh, there
1: are this. This is a great time to. Um, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but pick up a book, pick up an audio book. The one, the one thing that you've been saying, I, I want to do, do it do it now. If that means and pick up a coloring book if that if that means just going, you know, I want to finish this puzzle, or I want to go online and study about this. The great thing about living in 2020 is you could pretty much learn how to do anything on the internet right now. You can do it. But you can also, if your brain is always on, if you if you feel like the world is just on your shoulders, unplug, unplug, and talk to someone. And I don't mean talk to someone on Skype or FaceTime or Zoom, call someone. Use that phone for what the eye is behind or in front of. Phone, so you can just hear a voice. Call someone, call a friend, call mom, call dad, call sister, call cousins. And if you can't do that, a couple of my friends, you you have your friends who like, you're like, their one friend, because they don't do very well in social places. There are places to go with that. They have online counselors and things like that. You can talk to someone, or you can write down your thoughts. It's amazing how talented you'll find out that you are when you write down your thoughts. You go, damn, this 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 ain't bad. It doesn't have to be a story. It doesn't have to be spoken word. It doesn't have to be a poem. It doesn't have to be rap or a song. Just write down what you're thinking just to get it out of your head. For you nerds out there, for you nerds out there, you know that moment in in Harry Potter, in the book, where Dumbledore takes his thoughts out and then puts them in the pensive? That's basically what you're doing. Take your thoughts out, put them down on paper, or put them on your screen, whatever your screen, phone, iPad, Android, whatever. Put them down just so they can be out of your head so you can decompress for a moment. How about this? Take a nap. Most people are just up. We just up walking around doing nothing. Nap Take a overrated. nap, rest. Re- naps are overrated. You underrated, I should say. Underrated. You know, correct. Yes, R- re- relax yourself because once this is over, we're going to go right back into it, and you want to be ready to go into it fresh with a fresh mind and with your body ready to go. If you have been spending this whole time so built up tense, by the time you shoot out. You'll have no place to go. You'll have no place to go, and we want everybody to be healthy and happy. So you got to take care of you. You got to take care of yourself. And for all you creative people, creative outlets. Um, you know, I read comic books. I know that comic. Yeah, this is this is Marvel Voices. This is uh based on an awesome comic by this amazing host named uh Angelique Rocher. Without her show Marvel Voices, we wouldn't have this book. So we read a comic book. And if you can't, if you since you can't go outside, since we can't leave, you can't do papers. Let me show you something really, really cool. Uh this is thing um that I have. Uh you probably all have it too. It's called uh some form of uh screens to see. Where is it at? This is Marvel Comics. Uh so I love technology. Bam. You can read all your comments right here. Yeah, you read can. All your comments right here. That is where read we all are. That, that's where that's 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 where I go. So uh, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, take time to take care of yourself, but don't feel pressured that you have to do something amazing because just being you is enough. And if you have time to relax and chill, you'd be amazed at the amazing things you'll come up with.
0: I think that is a perfect way to end this conversation, James and Roy <laughs> Can you tell everyone where they can find you on the interweb?
1: Yes, you can find me on Instagram at J.M. Iglehart. That's J.M. Iglehart. You can also find me at Twitter at James M. Iglehart. And um, I really don't do Facebook a lot. I do Facebook so my mama can talk to me. I really don't do it. A- I mean, my TV
0: mother talks to me on Facebook. She's talking right now. Hey, mom, uh, yeah. I saw the hearts uh, that you sent me. Hello.
1: How are you doing? Love you. You're wonderful. You're amazing. You raised a wonderful daughter. Thank you for that
0: uh moms are the best
1: oh wait 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 i have to say because if my mama's watching mama thank you sandra Egelhart. thank you very much for everything that you've done i am here because of you thank you thank you thank you mama oh well,
0: thank you james thank you girl creative quarantine is hosted by angelique roche it's produced by angelique Rochet, sarah storm and matt storm our logo is designed by aaron leffler New streaming episodes are available Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern and Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on angelicrochet.com forward slash creativequarantine. Podcasts are made available the morning after each live streamed episode wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit us on Instagram at creative.quarantine and Twitter at creativecutine please send this to a friend who needs a little artistic company and stay at home if you possibly can. We'll see you soon.
1: Hey, it's Leslie Odom jr. Here on the Broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory, a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work